We are on Yevamos Hey Amar Aleph 5A1 in the Art Scroll Gemara. We are in the middle of the topic of Asa Dechalosa say that if you have a positive commandment, so then if in order to fill that positive commandment you would be violating a negative commandment, so then you're allowed to fulfill that positive commandment. And the Gemara wanted to know what the source for this concept is. Where What's the source for this idea? And the Gemara so far presented one source from last week's recording, that there is a connection between tzitzis and shatnis, and that you could, you're allowed to wear tzitzis, even though it's in, at the same time, you are violating the negative commandment of wearing shatnis, of wearing wool and linen together. Now that source is only fit within one opinion. It only fit within the opinion of uh, Debei Rabbi Shmuel, the Academy of Rabbi Shmuel, the house of Rabbi Shmuel, and that was based off what we discussed in last week's recordings because the house of the Academy of Rabbi Shmuel, they understood that the word beged, clothing, meant samro uh, pishtim, meant uh, linen and wool, and so therefore because of that, that led to an extra phrase, and therefore he was able to apply the principle of smuchim, of connecting tzitzis to shatnas. The Gemara is going to ask, according to everybody else, essentially, according to everybody else, what is the source for the concept of say that a positive commandment overrides a negative commandment? So the Gemara says as follows, I understand, according to the opinion of the house of Rishmal, so their source for this concept, it comes from Tzitzis and Shatnas. They allow the word Tzitzis, even though it's in violation of wearing wool and linen together. But the Rabbanim and Allah, according to everybody else, what is the source? So the Gemara is going to give present a few different sources or potential sources for the idea of and to apply it as a general rule. Not that it's just applied in that particular area, but it's a really a broader concept and they're going to present a few different suggestions. Now, just as a one-line introduction is that when they present the, when they give different suggestions, these suggestions, many of them are going to be rejected and they're going to be rejected because Maybe it doesn't apply across the board for all other cases in a broader way to all other cases where you have a positive commandment overriding a negative commandment. We'll see the different ways as to how it might be limited. For example, if for whatever reason the negative commandment is a weaker form of a negative commandment, so then we'll say maybe over there the positive commandment overrides the negative commandment because the negative commandment is a weaker type of a negative commandment. And so we'll have uh, different scenarios like that, or we'll see also later on on the page that maybe the positive commandment is of greater value than your average positive commandment. And so maybe in only that case do we say that the positive commandment overrides the negative commandment, but we can't say that it is a rule across the board. So that's what the Gemara is going to do here. They're going to provide some suggestions, and then uh, they're going to reject some of these suggestions because either the negative commandment, the los essay is weaker, or because the positive commandment, the mitzvah essay, is really stronger than your average one, so therefore it cannot be that we use that as the source as a broader principle throughout the Torah. So the Gemara gives, what's the first suggestion? Suggestion number one is nafkaluhu meirosho. There is a mitzvah, somebody who becomes a mitzvah, they have the impurity of mitzvah, where they have this... Uh, spiritual uh, disease and so therefore they it's a disease that's because of a spiritual uh, uh, for, for spiritual reasons and so part of the purification process for the mitzorah is to shave all the hair that's on their body all the hair that's on their body however the 
Pasuk, the verse also says that they have to, it says first all the hair, but then it also mentions the hair on your head, which seems superfluous, it seems extra. Why would it also mention the hair on your head? Obviously, all the hair on your, on your body includes the hair on your head. So the Brisa says, the Gemara quotes the Brisa, the Tanya, it's taught in Brisa from the time periods of the Mishnah. Rosh Lomar. Why does the verse say specifically your head if it just said all the hair on your body? Because it says, Lo Sakiva Bas Roshchem, Shemani Af Tamad Lomar Rosho. Because you would have thought that maybe there's a prohibition to shave your entire head. Why? Because there's a negative commandment. There's a separate negative commandment that you're not allowed to cut off the corners of your head, your payas, the, the sideburns at a certain point of your head. There is a prohibition to cut off, to round off the payas, the corners of your head, that you have to leave some of the sideburn, sideburns there. So there's a concern that if, if, if we have to shave the entire hair of the head, you have to shave all that off, so then you're in violation of this negative commandment. So that's why the verse says Rosha. The verse specifically says, no, that you you specifically should. The Mitzorah, who's fulfilling a positive commandment to shave off all the hair on their body, so included in that is the hair on your head, even though it's coming uh, at, the, at the expense of the violation of a negative commandment, of cutting off the payas, the corners, the, the corner of your ha- hair, the sideburns of your of your hair. Okay, so this seems to be a source that Sedochalosa say we have the positive commandment to shave off your hair from Mitzorah, somebody who has this impurity of, uh, of a Mitzorah, and you're allowed to do that even though it comes as, it's, in addition to that, it's a violation of a negative commandment of cutting off the corner of your head. Now the Gemara now just has a parenthetical point. It just points out that there's a discussion about when exactly do you violate this negative commandment of cutting off your payas? Is it when you when you have hair on your head and therefore you just you cut you round off the corners? And that's specifically in the context of where you have hair on your head. But maybe if you shave off all the hair of your head, you're not in any violation. It's clear that according to this opinion, that there's a violation even though you're cutting off all your hair. You're shaving off all of your hair. So it's not like it's rounding off the corners. There's nothing left. There's absolutely nothing left, and it, there still is a violation. So the, the Gemara says parenthetically that this opinion must hold that there's still a violation even though there's no hair left on your head. It's not like it's rounding it off. There's no hair whatsoever, but there still is a violation. Let's just for, for one minute uh, mention what exactly is the idea of this prohibition, this negative commandment that you shouldn't cut off the corners of your head. So there are different ideas that are given. One idea that's given by the Sefer HaChinuch, he explains, one of the earlier commentators, he explains that this, uh, this Avera, this sin, is really connected to uh, separating ourselves from what the head priests, what the priests of other religions used to do, other idolatry religions that used to do, is that the head priests also, they would smooth out the sides of their heads, they would cut off that area where the sideburns are, and so therefore to make sure that we're not acting like them, the Torah said that there is such a prohibition. Which is why maybe there's an opinion out there that says that if you shave off your entire head that there is no prohibition because the the priests of other religions, of other idolatrous religions, religions they would just round off the corners. They would cut off just the payas, but they would leave on the rest of their hair. So that is one suggestion that's given as to why there is such a prohibition. There's another suggestion that's given that this prohibition only applies to men. It doesn't apply to women, which is... Uh, pretty unique because this is a negative commandment. In general, we say that all negative commandments, 
apply equally to men and to women. It's just positive commandments which are time-bound only apply to men and not to women. But when it comes to a negative commandment, we say for the vast, vast majority of the cases it applies equally to men and to women. Here is an exception. There's no prohibition for women to round off the corner of their head, but there is such a prohibition for men. And another explanation that's given for this rule is to differentiate an outward appearance between men and women, and that men and women, their hairstyles should be different. They should have different style uh, style within their haircuts so that we could tell the difference between uh, men and women from afar, not just from close up. Clearly, they have different a different body figure, but uh, independent of that, just to be able to tell that there's a difference between them is... Is through their is through their haircuts, which is another explanation that is given. Okay, but the point here is that really that those are just different explanations to the to that to this negative commandment of cutting off the pace, the corners, the rounding off the corners of your head. But the point of the Argamara is to show that we have a principle of Esed Dochalosa say the positive commandment of cutting off the mitzvahs hair overrides the negative commandment of the prohibition to cut off your payas. The Gemara now questions this, and they say, wait, hold on. This negative commandment, it's really a weaker type of a negative commandment. Why? It's a weaker negative commandment because it doesn't apply across the board. It doesn't apply to women. As we just mentioned, this, this negative commandment does not apply to women. This makes it a weaker negative commandment. It's not as strong because it doesn't apply across the board to men and to women. And so maybe only in such a case do we say that the positive commandment overrides a negative commandment, which is a weaker form of a negative commandment. It doesn't apply across the board. But who said that it applies to any negative commandment, even a negative commandment which applies to men and women equally? So the Gemara is going to say, okay, fine. Maybe there's another source. This second source, we're up to suggestion number two. Suggestion number two is really suggestion 1B. It's not really a second suggestion. It's all within the same context of the Mitzorah, the Mitzorah who has this positive commandment to shave off his head. The verse says not just all the hair in your body and not just the... It says explicitly the hair on your head, but it also says to shave off your beard, to shave off your beard, and there's there is a prohibition to use a to use a blade to use a razor to remove the hair that's on your that's on your on your face as a beard to remove your beard with a with a with a razor, and yet we're allowed to do this for the mitzora. So we see that we're allowed to do this for the mitzora. So the again, this is another proof from the Mitzvah that a positive commandment overrides the uh, negative commandment of this time. It's not of removing the payas, the corners of the sideburns, but it's about shaving off with a razor your actual beard. If there's such a prohibition to remove your beard, so that's the negative commandment. The positive commandment overrides the negative commandment. Now the Gemara is going to explain this ne- negative commandment too only applies to men; it doesn't apply. To women, so it's very similar. It's, it's it's also a weak type of a negative commandment, just like cutting off the pace is a weak type of negative commandment. However, the Gemara is going to point out the fact that we have it twice. We have it first in terms of cutting off your hair and removing your sideburns, which is all, which is one proof to the concept of esedochalos to say that the positive commandment overrides the negative commandment. This is now a second proof from the from the case of the beard. So the fact that we have Two cases, maybe that's coming to tell us that it's not just limited to this type of a negative commandment, which is a weaker form of a negative commandment. Maybe the fact that it's mentioned twice, even though each time it's a case of a weaker negative commandment, it's there to the fact that it's mentioned twice. It tells us that it really it's a, a rule that applies across the board. It applies 
even when it's your normal negative commandment which applies to men and women equally. So that's what the Gemara is about to say. Ela Asim Zikno, turning to 582, maybe it's with regards to a mitzora and the removal, shaving off the beard. The Tanya, as it says in a Brisa, why is it the by mitzora? Does, does it say specifically that you have to remove the beard? It's obvious. It says the, the verse says that you have to remove all the hair of your body when it comes to the mitzora and his pure his or her purification process. So why does it say that? as the verse says, The verse says that you're not allowed to remove, you're not allowed to shave off uh, your beard. You're not allowed to shave off your beard. Now it's important to note that this this prohibition is found both in the context of men in general, Jewish men in general, but it's also found in the context of a Kohen. Specifically by a Kohen, there's an additional uh, prohibition, an additional statement in the Torah to tell us that a Kohen, a, a, somebody comes from the tribe of their, their, their Kohen, they also, they have many rules that apply to them, including in, in that is that they're not allowed to shave off their beard. It seems to be that it's part of the Kohen status. So the Gemara says, So one would have thought that if a Kohen, a Kohen could become a Mitzorah, if a Kohen becomes a Mitzorah, so then maybe in that case, I would say you're not allowed to shave off the beard because there is this negative commandment. Comes the verse of Zikano, the word of Zikano, to tell us that the beard, to tell us that no, the positive commandment of removing the hair for the Mitzorah overrides the negative commandment of shaving off uh, the beard with a razor. And the Gemara says, what we just pointed out, And even though this is true, this is a case of a negative commandment which does not apply across the board. It does not apply to everybody. It doesn't apply to, to women. So then... Maybe we shouldn't learn from here to all other cases. The point is that this is already the second time in the verse. The verse by Mitzurah says you have to remove all the hair. And it says uh, the hair on the head, which already teaches us that uh, it, it overrides the negative commandment of cutting off the payas of the, the sideburns uh, to round them off the, the, the corners of the head. And then we have Zikano, the beard. The verse says explicitly that the Mitzurah has removed the beard. That's the second time. And it's the second time that's telling us that the positive commandment overrides this type of a negative commandment, which does not apply across the board. It must be the fact that it mentions it twice is to teach us that really it does apply across the board. Even, bo- even though both times it's a negative commandment, which is weak, still the fact that we have it twice teaches us that we could apply it across the board. Okay, so just to summarize... The Gemara gave two suggestions, really one A and one B, as to what the source is to the concept of Esed Docha of the positive commandment overriding the negative commandment. Both of them come from the Mitzorah. The Mitzorah has a part of Mitzvah to remove the hair off his entire body. And then it says specifically the head, which means that even though it's coming in violation of removing the payas, removing the corners of the head, still you should do it because there's a positive commandment. And then it says it a second time with regards to the beard that you should still do it. So we see this is the source for the concept of a positive commandment overriding a negative commandment. But the Gemara is going to reject this as well. And the Gemara is going to say that no, both cases are necessary. You need the first case to teach you that a positive commandment overrides a weak negative commandment, a negative commandment which does not apply across the board to men and women. That negative commandment only applies to men. But we need the second time, the, the zikano, the beard, because we might have thought that this negative commandment is actually a very strong negative commandment 
It's a very strong commandment, and we would have thought that even though the first time it's mentioned by the head, the positive commandment overrides the, ne- the weak negative commandment, maybe this type of a negative commandment of removing the beard is really uh, should not be pushed aside for the positive mitzvah, because this type of negative commandment is really um, a strong negative commandment. So if I did not have the word zikano, the beard, I might have thought that maybe the positive commandment of the Mitzvah overrides payas, cutting off the corners of the of the of the sideburns. But it do, maybe it doesn't push off this negative commandment of removing the beard because this negative commandment is really stronger. Why is it a, a stronger negative commandment? Akasi Isra, Sakadat Ramina says the one would have thought shiny kohanim because it's a it's a prohibition which applies as a kohen type of a prohibition. That there's an additional prohibition for kohanim because. Kohanim have to act, they have to represent themselves in a certain way. They have many commandments that apply to a Kohen. One might have thought that even this type of negative commandment, without the verse telling us that the word Zikana, we might have thought that the positive commandment would not override this type of negative commandment because this is a negative commandment which is part of a broader issue about making sure that the Kohanim, they have many extra stringencies. So Kamash Malandadachi. So the verse tells us that no, it even overrides this type of a negative commandment, which applies specifically to Kohanim. Um, and and which applies which is part of a broader category which applies to Kohanim. This type of command, negative commandment we will override. But maybe it's only because it applies only to men and not to women. It doesn't apply across the board. Meaning it's not that this is extra, this is necessary to teach us that this even applies, the positive commandment overrides the negative commandment, even though this negative commandment, which does not apply across the board, only applies to men, but it still is stronger in a different sense in that it's part of a broader stringency for Kohanim. The Gemara tells us that that no, the Zikano is not extra. The point here is that the Zikano is not extra to teach us that it could apply across the board, even for a negative commandment, which applies to men and women equally. No, it's uh, only going to apply, maybe according to this conclusion, that it only applies to a positive commandment which overrides a negative commandment which is weaker because it only applies to men. It's not a negative commandment which applies across the board. But the extra word zikano is to teach us that this even applies in this type of a negative commandment which is part of a broader stringency to kohanim. And it's not there to teach us that we can apply it across the board. So in conclusion, the Gemara... Does, still does not have a source in the end of the day. Originally, they wanted to bring a source from the case of the mitzvah, the positive mitzvah to remove the hair, and the fact that it overrides removal of payas, which is a negative commandment, or the removal, shaving off with a razor your beard, which is a negative commandment. Uh, but the Gemara rejects both because those are cases where it is a weaker type of a negative commandment. So in the next recording, we'll move on to the next source, potential source, to prove that positive mitzvahs override negative commandments.